This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, men and women are different. That is no surprise to any of us. We have different thought processes, right? We behave differently. And what we're learning about that is our brains are actually not alike. And this is one of the topics we are going to tackle today with Jason Tetro, author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files and host of the Super Awesome Science Show podcast on Curious Cast. Hi, Jason. Hello there. So you're going to wade into this, are you? Wade into this whole men and women situation? Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that everyone says that women happen to be smarter than men. And you know what? I come home and see that every single day. So <laughs> I've got no problem. <laughs> yeah, you're covered. You're good. <laughs> so, um, well, you know that uh, study that happened a couple weeks ago where they were saying that women's brains happen to be younger than men's? Oh, um, okay. It, it was, yeah, it was uh, one of these really fascinating studies where they did some computerized uh, analyses. And what they did is they found that uh, when you look at two people the same age, one man, one woman, uh, the woman's brain happens to be acting as if it's about three or four years younger. It, it seemed to have a better metabolic process, it seemed to be more efficient, and it seemed to have better adaptability. Well, it turns out <clears throat> that may actually be something that starts from the very moment of life itself as the brain develops. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was a new study that just came out, and it actually shows that when you're looking at the development of the brain, now I should mention that they did this in rats, but it, I think it has some definite um, applicability to humans. As the brain is developing, you need a number of different types of cells. You've heard of stem cells, I'm sure? Yes. Um, well, there's another kind of cell. Uh, it's called an astrocyte. And it sounds really amazing and cool, but what it does is it helps the brain to be able to adapt. So when you explore new situations, you have this ability to appreciate, understand, and figure out how to work within it. Okay? Okay. Well, it turns out that in this study, they found that when it comes to men or male mice, or excuse me, when it comes to male mice, there were less of these astrocytes. It turns out the immune system was huh. eating them up. <laughs> really? That's not good news, though, if you try to extrapolate that for human men, right? No, but what it does do is it actually helps to reinforce a cliche. You know that old idea of, you know, boys are boisterous and, and they're running around in the muck and getting mm -hmm. the dirty and, you know, rabble-rousing, whereas, you know, the girls just kind of sit back and kind of look at this going, oh, what a bunch of idiots. If not watch Young Shell, then it's pretty much that show. Right. So true. <laughs> well, that actually now has a neurological basis because when you take away those astrocytes, you do not have the ability to adapt and, and understand your environment. And humans have this sort of intrinsic ability, as do most mammals, that when you don't understand it, you either get scared or you get aggressive. And so boys end up being aggressive, whereas the girls end up learning how to be around that environment, how to adapt, and then how to become useful hmm. and amazing or awesome, if you will, in it. So does that change, though, for men as they get older? Like, do they eventually develop that adaptation? 
So as men are getting older, what ends up happening is that you start to see a leveling off of uh, the different types of cells that are in the brain. So men do eventually get to a point where they have that adaptability, they have the um, you know sense of mind to be able to understand and evolve. But at the end of the day, you're really run by the chemicals that are inside of you. Oh, I should also mention one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the the actual chemical that's involved in this study that led to the loss of the astrocytes leading to more aggressive and more, um, you know, unsavory behavior, uh, they're called um, endocannabinoids officially. Um, however, I'm sure you probably want to focus on that middle yeah. syllable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What's up with that? Exactly. So what that's saying is essentially that when you start to um, give ca- uh, cannabinoids, <laughs> cannabis, if you will, what ends up happening is that in the brain, you may actually be shutting off your ability to understand, appreciate, and evolve to your environment. Now, as I said, you could either do one of two things. You could either be aggressive or you could essentially disappear. And it seems that when you overstimulate the cannabinoids, you end up actually going into the latter, and that's why people tend to be so calm and relaxed. But ah. it also means that if you do this at a very young age, you may be hindering development. And so when you start thinking about when children should be able to start using cannabis, I don't think really we should be thinking about it until they're at least 18 years of age. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's a whole other debate. We'll have to save that for another day. But you're kind of going to be talking so. about this coming up on the Super Awesome Science Show, right? Well, we're going to be talking about the difference between men and women from a very, very different perspective. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a back seat in this episode, Hmm. and I'm devoting it to the superheroines of science. Nice. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, today marks the launch of Captain Marvel. Yes. The best female superhero. Tomorrow is International Women's Day, in which we all recognize the achievements of women. And on Tuesday, we had the opportunity to speak to Canada's true superheroine of science. Her name is Her Excellency, the Right Honorable Julie Payette, our Governor General. Ooh, and what did she have to say? Well, you have to understand, she's been a force since the very beginning. Um, If you look back at her history, um, she's been a pioneer in some of the uh, things that we take for granted today, including voice recognition, um, including the ability to, you know, program just by simply talking to your phone or, or to your television or even to your refrigerator. Uh, but what's really interesting is when you hear from her how it happened and how it developed, you realize not only is she a superheroine, but she's kind of awesome as well. Just, just listen to her. It was so much fun because it was we was really groundbreaking and the technology was really finally getting to a point where we could process uh, data fast enough to get to, to start getting good results and that's the reason why today we see the explosion of AI this much because the computing power of our computers is a lot higher than it used to be and then now we are able to crunch real data. Wow, that is pretty impressive. Like, what a life she's had. Oh, I, I mean, 
I had an, a, an amazing opportunity to talk with her about so many different aspects of her career. Um, and we went right from the very beginning where she was sitting on a fence deciding whether she was going to go into engineering or another field. And I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to make you listen to the show to find out which one it was. Okay, that's good. Who else did you talk to? So there is another superheroine of science who may not be so well-known across the country. She was extremely well-known in Ontario because um, at one time uh, she was going to be our chief scientific officer. Um, her name is Dr. Molly Shoikit. And if you were to download her resume, you'd probably be sitting there, even with high-speed download, for like 10 minutes. <laughs> she's, she's done everything. She has... She's you know, published like over 500 papers. Uh, she's the only person in Canada to be recognized as a member of the three scientific academies. I mean, she's just, she's unbelievable. And I have been really interested in, in, in her career and also her take on how to be able to help out people get into science and, and understand more about science. Okay. Now, she's actually given back through an organization called Research to Reality, okay? Mm -hmm. And what that's done is it's really helped people to get a feel for what science and research is doing. However, she's also a woman. She's an incredibly intelligent woman, and she also knows why women are so important when it comes to research. Albeit, when you listen to her, it seems pretty straightforward. Listen to this. Why do we need women in science, right? And, and my answer to that is that we are trying to solve really big problems. And if we only depend on half of our population to, to solve those problems, then we probably won't be successful. And so we really need to take advantage of the creativity of all of us and the inspiration that people will bring to solving those problems from different perspectives. You know, it makes so much sense when she puts it that way, doesn't it? Oh, I know. It's like, let's see. Let's divide the population up by people who are women and who are men. And then why don't we just only focus on one half of them yeah. to answer all of life's problems? I know. Uh, no. Exactly. So you're going to be talking <laughs> so about all this coming up. Uh, actually, it's already up. Okay. So you're going to be able to find it right now. You can find it at CuriousCast.ca. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your audio. And if you head over to Global News, you'll actually be able to see uh, the show notes and hear about how we were able to talk to these two superheroines of science. You are going to love the episode. You're going to love the show, what they have to say, and I guarantee you're going to be inspired. All right. Thanks so much, Jason. It was such a pleasure. Take care. That's Jason Tetro, author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files, host of the super awesome science show podcast on Curious Cast.